0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host,
1: David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Ethanol to the rescue. The Biden administration has attempted to split the baby on its small refinery exemption policy. They denied 36 SRE requests. They rescinded the request of 31 other SREs going back to 2018, but is also not requiring them to buy RINs. Denied but waived compliance seems pretty much the same as approval to me. It appears like Stonewalling, on complying with the RFS, got refineries what they wanted. SRE is the acronym for Small Refinery Exemption, with the keyword being SMALL. Carl Icahn and Big Refineries decided to try to qualify for exemptions as small refineries, and the previous administration went along. The ethanol industry was less than thrilled with this solution. The Renewable Fuels Association called the new SRE policy a hollow win for the ethanol industry. In order to qualify for the exemption, petroleum refiners have to prove hardship, and the EPA said that the 36 that were denied had not done so. The EPA claims to be complying with a 2020 court ruling that defines what refineries qualified for the exemptions. Hopefully this will sort out the backlog of SRE requests going on for years, bringing the process more up-to-date. Denial should come in a timely manner. Refineries who do not blend ethanol must buy a RIN in order to comply with the renewable fuel standard. The clarity on SRE policy affirmed RIN values. After being approved for year-round sales, E15 sales hit a record in 2021, up 62%, with over 800 million gallons sold. Many retail stations had accommodated E15 pumps, and then the EPA lost its way, nixed by a ruling cancelling the summer waiver on evaporation rates that E10 has long had and had temporarily been granted to E15. This would have blocked summer sales of E15 this summer in 80% of the stations it was being sold from. The Biden administration and EPA is trying it again with a new executive order approving summer E-15 sales, motivated by the wish to lower gas prices at the pump by adding more ethanol to the supply. I filled Monday at the new cooperative blenders pump on Highway 71 in Milford with E-30 for $3.48 a gallon. Most talk about $4 a gallon gas and California complains about gas prices over $5 because they have very stupid regulations permitting ethanol from Brazil but not from Iowa to be sold in California because of bogus carbon scoring. They ask for the high prices they are paying for fuel. $3.48 a gallon now feels cheap compared to the general market. E15 has been approved for all vehicles 2001 and newer, but the petroleum industry still spouts propaganda that ethanol damages engines. This from an industry that sold consumers MTBE poison and fuel that was replaced by ethanol. The only thing puzzling about the approval of year-round E15 was why it took them so long to flatten out the regulatory roadblocks. CO2 pipelines are intended to help us gain access to California's ethanol market, By reducing the carbon score of corn feedstock ethanol, by sequestering the CO2 from ethanol plants, it will cut the current carbon score of our ethanol in half, making it competitive with EVs. EVs are considered by many to be the future, but they have major issues getting past significant technical and physical roadblocks. They do not even all use the same kind of charging stations, which is the beginning of a future Comstock report. EVs may well be the future, but that tipping point is further off than most think. Combustion engines are not going in the junk heap anytime soon, and they need fuel, which the preference for should be homegrown biofuel. Ethanol is the transition fuel. We should use renewable biofuel first before we use fossil fuels. I've sold all of my corn recently to the local ethanol plant, which consistently has the highest price at a positive basis here in northwest Iowa. The basis change to the corn market in our region as a result of the ethanol industry has been a huge boost to grain price receipts. Farmers who do not strongly support biofuels are strange ducks who frankly would not know how to swim if put in a pool of water. They would be poor ducks as well as biofuel makes the corn and soybean market contribution to net farm income at a level that without them there would be no net farm income. The price of corn, land values, and rents would be significantly lower without the contribution of over 5 billion bushels of corn demand coming from the ethanol sector. 40% of that comes as byproducts, the largest of which is distillers grain-fed the livestock. By the way, ethanol is not subsidized, but farmers were until it came around. Evidently, some would rather import oil from Russia and grow organic radishes.